Happy holidays to everyone. Happy holidays to you and your family. Hope all is well. Stay safe and stay healthy. So this past weekend, holiday weekend, I was watching Netflix. I was watching Netflix and I was watching a movie called Ma Rainey, Black Bottom. It was directed by George C. Wolf and produced by Denzel Washington. So if you if Denzel Washington produced it, you already know it's going to be a good one. So I sat and watched the movie. If I could rate that movie out of 10, I'll give it a nine and a half. That movie was really, really good. I watched it from beginning to end nonstop. I don't think I even blinked. It was a really, really good movie. So tonight I want to talk about the movie because it talked a lot about race and politics in the music world. It talked about betrayal. between the groups in the band, the boys in the band, as they called them. Sexuality. You had a lot of sexuality in, in there. And the reason why I'm bringing sexuality in it, because you have to understand what this was all about. And I will dive into those things. And it also talked about how you can lose it all in one day. So I hope you guys could check it out. I'm not trying to be a spoiler here, but I felt like that this movie really needed some attention to talk about. My personal opinion there were actually two characters in the movie that I felt like was going in the same direction, but end up going in an opposite direction. And it needed to be talked about. So, with that being said, basically the movie was about a woman by the name of Ma Rainey. They called her the mother of blues, then authentic black folk music. She was very 
up and forward woman. She spoke her mind. She was married for a little bit. But she also was an outright lesbian. We had a thing for Bessie Smith. And in the movie, she was in a relationship with a young woman by the name of Dusty Ma. Now, her little fling that she was having with Dusty Ma, she was out in the open with it. In the movie, they showed her holding hands and going hand in hand and how people in the so-called black community where they were in residing in a hotel watching her and she literally didn't give a shit. Once again, I don't know how many times I have to keep talking about this. Everybody wants to bring up race. But the real issue in this society that they love to push, but you have to have that mindset to know what you're seeing. It wasn't about the race thing. The two things that this country, since the early centuries of the 1900s, all the way to the civil rights movement, has done two things. Help push and promote the LBGTQ and women's movements has nothing to do with so-called racism. They don't really care about that. But she, but even back then, she was all as a black woman. She was an all-out lesbian. And she was very aggressive in what she was doing. And she was also was a very proud singer. But she also was having a little trouble with a trumpeter by the name of Levy who was played by the late actor Chadwick Balsman. Come to find out the actor was not real. I mean, not the actor, but the, the person that he portrayed was not real, but it was actually based off of, of someone who actually was a trumpeter in another band who actually did some of the things that was portrayed in the movie. So basically he moved it around to make it fit a narrative. But to me, Levy was the most important part of the movie because I want to talk about these things. So Levy had his eye on Ma Rainey's girlfriend or, or her bisexual partner Dusty May, and she knew this, but she needed the trumpeter. 
So keep in mind, Levy, he's a, a he's a a determined but troubled trumpet player. He had some issues growing up where his father was killed trying to protect the family and then he seeked revenge after his wife and his or his mother was brutally assaulted by eight white folks and they were upsetting him because they because his family bought property from a white woman and she sold the property to them so the father went on he went out and after they assaulted his wife he moved his family to another town and he went back to town to seek revenge and he only killed four before they took him hung him and burned him so that was levy's story as he was growing up because he had a scar on his chest because he used a knife to try to stab one of the white guys when he was little and they took the knife and stabbed him in the chest. So he was literally trying to figure out how to deal with the racism in this society. His band members made fun of him because they felt like he was too busy Uncle Tommen trying to get the white man's approval. He bragged about buying a pair of new shoes. He felt like buying a pair of new shoes was going to bring him luck. After he got his money, he won a, a bet and bought those shoes for $11. So as it went on, he continuously continued to argue with his bandmates. Everything from so-called racism to, to everything that was dealing with music. He didn't want to follow Ma Rainey's instruction and they wanted to make sure he keep his eyes off of Ma Rainey's sexual partner. So as the movie goes on, Ma Rainey comes in almost an hour late and the producer and the stir event were having issues with her. She wanted something to drink. She wanted, but first she had a car wreck. Her nephew wrecked the car. White mob were upset and she went out and just told those white folks how she felt. I didn't hear the word nigga. I didn't hear none of that. Well, actually I did. The, the, the bandmates were actually calling each other nigga, kept, kept calling each other niggas. I ain't hear not one white person call no black folks niggas, but it was, but it was white, it was black folks who were mad at each other calling each other niggas. So that I found that kind of interesting. But she kept, <clears throat> she came in late, and she didn't care. <clears throat> she wanted to make sure she did it her way. 
So she uh, continued on. So while they were waiting on a Coke, uh, her nephew and one of the band guys went to go get her a Coke. Levy goes downstairs. And Ma Rainey's bisexual lover, Das May, Dasi May, she goes downstairs after Ma Rainey kicks her out because she wasn't wouldn't stop trying to dance and sing and whatever. So she goes downstairs and sees him writing a note, writing music. And he said that he's going to try to do some stuff with his music. And of course, he ended up having sex with this woman, even though she is in a, a, a bisexual relationship, an open relationship. I told you guys, part of the feminist movement, even back then, they love to dibble and dab in both situations where the woman is straight or she gay. Doesn't matter. She's going to dibble and dab in both. That's the part of the feminist and the globalist and the racialist society, even back then. So after he has sex with her, the band gets back together and they starts doing their thing. Her nephew goes in, he nails a line. And she kept arguing and fussing and fighting with the Stuarvents. More about him soon. So she goes on and starts singing. They thought they recorded it, but the guy messed up. He already went through seven albums, and it back then it cost $2. So he kept complaining about, we cannot keep going through albums. And then he did not even record it. So they had to literally do it again. So after they do whatever they're doing, Ma jumps on Levy about trying to outplay her while she's singing. And of course, he didn't like it. She didn't like it. So she fired him right there on the spot. So that means he's not, he probably won't be getting any money. But I am going to keep elaborating on this situation because, once again, this, this movie has a lot of talking points that's needed to be heard by the black man. So he goes down and he depends on this, the uh, Stur event. And so... He talks with him, knowing after he just got fired, he bragged about it. I'm glad I'm fired. He just kept on and on. And so he gets a chance to talk to the, the Stuarvent. The Stuarvent told him, I don't want to work with you. We need voices like Ma Rainey. She's way more talented than you. But I can give you $5 for your trouble. 
So he gives him five dollars. Literally takes his music. And he loses his damn mind. Now Levy lost his mind. Keep in mind he bought him eleven dollar pair of shoes. So he was already upset, not understanding how the music business and the politics and the race of, uh, race of it, especially during that time. So one of the guys by the name of Toledo steps on his shoe. And it blew his mind. All you could hear was, nigga, you stepped on my shoe. Nigga, 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 nigga. Nigga this, nigga that, nigga, nigga, nigga. He wouldn't let it go. The man apologized, wouldn't let it go. Basically, he felt like those shoes were his good luck. That's how I got it. That's how I took out of it. And when that guy stepped on his good luck shoes, that was it. So as the man walks to get his stuff, he loses his mind and stabs him in the back. Stabbed his own band member in the back. So, of course, he bled out with his eyes looking dead at him. He couldn't believe it. So, it just came to show how things were. Just stabbed him in the back after they did all that hard work in recording. They got paid for it. They didn't want a check. They wanted cash. And the Sturvin to me came across as a guy who did not want to deal with black folk. He, he liked the voice of Ma, but as he told him, he didn't want to deal with him anymore. He didn't want to deal with him. So when we talk about race and the politics in the music world, we see it every day. You hear it through when Prince talked about it, Michael Jackson talked about it. TLC, countless of other folks that we talked that we knew of, they talked about it. How how dirty in the game was. Then you then there was the the betrayal. How Levy betrayed betrayed his own black brother in the band, all because he did not get the so-called validation from the white man that he had issues with. So he turned on his fellow black man. This is what we as black people really need to get out of. To me, Levy was not a real person. From my understanding, he was not real. But there was an incident that actually happened in that situation in another band. So I wonder sometimes 
what was the issue in him putting that there? That was interesting. Once again, the sexuality. Like I stated before, the civil rights movement did only two things, and that was to help and bring the LBGTQ and the women's movement to the forefront. Had nothing to do with race. Even back then, in the early 1900s, black folks were dealing with sexuality, where lesbians and gays were amongst black folks. So, like I said, until we understand this, this is the way it is. That's why I said what I said about making everything a racial thing. You got to stop making it a racial thing and understand what's really going on around you, what is really being pushed. Even in that movie, sexuality of being gay was pushed to the forefront. And my man Levy lost it all in one day. Writing music. Buying a pair of shoes. Having a fling right down in the basement where he was writing music with another woman's woman. To getting paid $5 for your music. And I'm going to tell you where that music went. But paying $5 for that music And you lose it all in one day because you stabbed another black man in the back because you did not get the acceptance of the Stuervent. You did not get acceptance from him. Losing it all in one day. Levy and Ma Rainey were very talented musicians. Ma Rainey was a damn good singer. Levy was a damn good trumpeter. Even though they had the same vision, they worked good together. But once again, they were at odds with each other as well. That to me was very fatal. She went her way. He went another way. She ended up at the end signing the contract. And Levy end up stabbing and killing someone. All because of his anger. His, he let his emotions get the best of him when he was rejected by somebody that this society always claimed that is oppressing them. 
Like I said, his determination was awesome. But he also had a lot of blasphemy too. Cussing out God. Damning God. Could that have played a part as well? When you have no beliefs in your system, when you have no beliefs in yourself, and damning your creator, could that have doomed himself? Especially when he was so curious about what was going on on the other side of that door. He kept kicking and kicking at that door, determined to go through the door. There was a scene where he was going, trying to kick at a door and he went, tried to go through, he couldn't open it. So he was so angry, he kicked the door in and he hit it so hard, he ran through the door all to see that it was just a big old block of concrete where he looks up, it's still impossible to get out. You're surrounded by concrete with no place to go and you look up as if you have no way out. Very powerful scene right there. So Levy was very determined. But here's the kicker. Even though Levy and Ma Rainey went their separate ways with so much skills and so much talent, Levy was offered $5 by the by the Studevent for his songs. But he chooses not to work with them. But in the movie, he ends up, the Studevent end up producing and being a producer and hires white orchestras and white singers and a, and a white singer to create the track that Levy wrote. So basically, white folks took his tracks and they may have probably turned those tracks into hits. You see, blacks always get exploited by white producers and white folks in the music industry. And you know who I blame? I blame the emotions of black people for allowing themselves to be pawned out, even back then. This is why I said what I said. When it comes to black people and white people, white people are just going to use what they can. It's legal. It's legal to use what you, what, what you got because you're not fighting for anything. So if you're not going to fight for it, you're just going to give your music to somebody and they're going to take that music and they're going to flip it to their own. It's the same thing like they talk about a TikTok when black folks do those silly dances. When they do those silly dances, those white folks over at Silicon Valley and those valley upscale valley places in California take it and they turn it around and they flip it. It's the same thing even back then. So black folks have always been exploited. And to me, that was a whole key 
to that whole thing. When he was exploited, why the guy bought his music, but he still didn't want to work with him. He gave it to some white orchestras and a white singer, and they flipped it. These are the things that us black folks, we always do these things. And Ma Rainey had a producer who literally told her, you need to sign these contracts so you can keep your leverage, so you can have leverage over your stuff, over your music. Ma Rainey did that. She didn't get bought out. She didn't get pawned out like Levy did. That's the unfortunate part. But the difference between black folks and white folks when it comes to music, white folks like to steal and take. Black folks put soul and their energy and their passion and their heart into their music. You literally can see the difference, especially with the white orchestra and the singer. They were just doing it just to be doing it, doing it after they were taking someone else's music. Black folks put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in it. And I wish Levy would have learned from his mistakes instead of being emotional and killing his fellow black man all because he was rejected and got bought out by a white producer. So guys, it was a really good movie. There was a lot of takes in there. Ma Rainey was very talented up front and bold. And she knew what she wanted to do. So, guys, I suggest you guys to go check this movie out. I think you will like it. I give it nine and a half. You'll love the movie.